Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's Jeremy White and Joe DiBiase. We use the stars for a lot of things. Like what, navigating? How many times you use the stars for navigating in your life? Make a right turn. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. It means bear right. No. Not there. It said right, so take a right. It can't mean that. There's well, a light there. I think it knows where it is going. This is the the light. machine knows. This is the light. Stop yelling at me. No, it's Stop not yelling. Yelling. There's no light here. How do I know if I'm going east or west? Never eat salty waffles. N-E-S-W. I can't even just look up. I gotta like lean forward to look up through the windshield, be like, oh, is that is that the North Star there? Which means I wanna go left of that. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Jeremy White off today. Sal Capaccio is in. Morning, Sal. Did you watch the uh the All-Star Players draft last night for hockey? No, I didn't. I was there also something going on with the Pro Bowl games. Maybe there was something going there, on everywhere. There last was. Night. I'm like, Wait a minute. I, I did not get to. <laughs> I, I didn't get to any of that. Actually, believe it or not, uh-huh. we watched Press Your Luck in my living room last night. Press that's your... what that's what our family watched. Press Your Luck. The wait. Press Whammies, Your no, Luck. Whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. Right. The like eighties game show. The new that... version. They're, oh, okay. There's a new version of. Yes. It. Okay. I thought you meant. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's with uh, Elizabeth Banks. Okay. Yeah, Elizabeth Banks. No, it's on ABC. Like it's a prime time. Elizabeth Banks now is the host, and um, huh. last week it was on, and I had to explain to Yana and Max about when I was a kid and mm-hmm. watched Pressure Luck and what it was all about and the whammies. Remember how Jeremy explained it to you the one day, and yes. the whammy comes out and all that, yes. right? Yep. And I used to watch it too, and I was laughing when Jeremy was explaining it, and I'm like, "Yep, I used to watch this all the time." So they thought, "Oh yeah, that's really cool," and we watched it. And then last night it was on again, and I'm like, "Oh, Pressure Luck is on again." And we watched that. So, yeah, that's what we did. I did not watch, sorry, the All-Star Player Draft. So go back to what you were saying. No, I mean, I was, same thing. Like, we were watching a TV show that we've been binge-watching in the last couple of weeks. We've been watching Ozark, by the way, if anyone's interested. Uh, oh, yes. Netflix. Wait, you've never, you've never completed it yet? Never. Had never watched it. Had never dove in. Love it. We're in season four, Where I think. are you in this right now? Like, early okay. season four. A couple episodes it in. Is, it is... A great series. It's a great yeah. series. Jason Bateman's so good in the, in this. I mean, oh. they all are, but super into it. But like, same thing. Like, yeah. it's I guess it's a Thursday night, so we've had a couple of weeks here in between without anything. You know, no no Amazon Prime Thursday night football games for it's been about a month, um, even maybe a little bit more than that. So y- you've already gone through your withdrawal on Thursday nights, I guess. Mm-hmm. But you had something. 
last well, night. I mean, you had I, well I for me, for me too. I will tell you, Joe. Before you get to that, yeah. for me, it's last night was. Wait a minute. If there's no, well, there's no Thursday night football, right? No college football. Sometimes you get Tuesday, Thursday Mac action, right? Mac action, yep. and then th- right now this week, last night. No Sabres game, no Syracuse basketball game. That's mm-hmm. why I'm like, all right, what is going on here? Right. All right, press your luck. Let's just land on that. That's that's pr- pretty much where I ended up too. Which which leads me to wonder, like, is is this the is this arguably the worst sports weekend of the year? Not because there's nothing happening. Mm. I mean, you have college basketball. You have I think the NBA still going this weekend. I mean, you have the Premier League if you want it uh, for soccer fans out there, but. You're really getting uh if you're if you're if you're someone that is all in like the it's mostly football and hockey for you because that's the, that's what your city has and then this week shows up and it's the All-Star games and one of them in the Pro Bowl is not even like a real game anymore which might make it more entertaining but right you asked like weren't they doing something at the Pro Bowl games last night I didn't realize Sal that they they were doing anything until I saw highlights of like Stefan Diggs playing dodgeball which I guess is what they, was going on last night. I don't know. Were they playing dodgeball last night? I don't even know. They I were just playing, there was yeah. a okay. There was an interview with Baker Mayfield. And I'm like, oh, and he was talking about because I'm wait, I'm like, wait, wait, okay, this has got to be this year. Baker Mayfield wasn't there last year, mm-hmm. so there's something, and that came across like my social media feed. So I was thinking, okay, yeah, this is a uh, it's a tough week. There's not a lot going on. I'm not I'm not big into these all star events and games, and you know, especially I think when. When the Bills are good and they don't get there to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. it kind of even makes it m- even more so I don't want to watch a lot of this stuff, right? Because it's like, I they shouldn't be there. We should be preparing for a Super Bowl. And then, you know, there's, there's only one Sabre in this, right? Darlene's the only yep. one in this whole entire All-Star weekend yep. doing anything. So, yeah, even then, Joe, it makes it way less investing for me. You know, I, I'm way less invested in it. But I'm not even super excited about it in any respect, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I've pretty much ended up there myself also. Does everybody go through the same stages for All-Star Games, which is you're a kid and you love them or you at least like are entertained by them enough to want to watch them? And like, oh, look, there's Peyton Manning throwing the ball to Eric Moulds when I'm a kid. And like, that was really cool, I thought. Um, not realizing that the game itself didn't really matter. Didn't even, didn't care. Like, Bills weren't a playoff team ever. It wasn't upset they weren't in the Super Bowl. It was, there's a super good quarterback throwing the ball to my guy. So, everyone as a kid, think a lot of people like them as, all, as you know, what they are. And then, I don't know, does everyone reach a point where they want to fix them? And then maybe I'm now arriving at a point where it kind of sounds like you are, which is just they are what they are, just let them exist, and I'm just going to do something else over here. Mm, probably right, but I mean, I'll even say even more so when I was a kid uh, and getting into like a teenager or whatever, getting into college years, that time period, yes, that was right. And then the Bills go to four Super Bowls, they lose them all, and then guess what happened in those Pro Bowl years? They had three... MVPs, the Bills did, in the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. Bruce Smith was, I'm looking now, Bruce Smith was the MVP in 87. Jim Kelly was the Pro Bowl MVP in 90. And Steve Tasker was the Pro Bowl MVP in 92. Wow. So, yeah, so the first year, so that. after the Bills lose to the Giants on the kick at the end, like, the, the Pro Bowl was the following year after all the, every year. It was not where it is now, right? It was after the Super Bowl. Right. And, like, literally the week later, Jim Kelly is the MVP of the Pro Bowl. 
And a couple of years after that, the Bills lose the Super Bowl. Steve Tasker is the MVP of the Pro Bowl the week after that. Hmm. So very different from what you got yesterday. I almost feel like I wish I just turned it on just to take a look at it. Uh, and uh, weirdly, the thing that almost got me there was when I saw Bills fans making fun of Tua for finishing in last place in the precision passing uh, yesterday. I don't, wow. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to be mean to Tua, but you know, we all have our opinions of quarterbacks, and I'm usually on the uh, the more pessimistic end when it comes to him. He was also, by the way, not not a great day for him. I don't think uh, when it comes to like we're fans trolling him today because not only did he finish last in precision passing, he also was featured in a Paramount mm-hmm. Plus commercial where he didn't have the arm strength to throw something up a hill. So Joe, I I, like, <laughs> I could not believe. I'm like, is this real? Right. Like, like I did. Is the ad real? Because yes, I'm watching. I'm like, wait a minute. He says, I don't think I can get it up there. Basically, and I'm like, is he making fun of himself? And then, and then, mm-hmm. uh, Picard. What's his name? Um, oh, the uh, actor Patrick Stewart. Right? Isn't is Patrick in, Stewart? Yeah, yes, Patrick Stewart. He yeah. says to him, "Not built for the moment, huh?" <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. What is going on here? Right, I've got Patrick Stewart make, telling Tua, "You're not I built mean, for the moment." After you couldn't throw something up a, up a yes. hill. Yeah, you people yeah. gotta go watch this. It's the same. It's the it's one of those Peppa Pig ones. It's the same kind of thing yeah. with Josh Allen and Peppa Pig. And in fact, not to spoil it, Peppa Pig makes an appearance here. So, like, yeah, go watch it. And I'm, I, I couldn't actually believe that it was real. It's real, mm-hmm. right? It's a, are they actually running this commercial? I, I think that, so because, yeah, I'm like that's Tua. And there's all these actors and actresses you'll recognize. Yep. It's super weird and cheesy, but it's also funny. But go watch it. And yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't yeah. believe it. I couldn't believe that he signed off on that as agents. <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, he must just not care, which he, he will right. say, um, even though other times he'll say he will care. Uh, so I was surprised by that. But anyways, like, I, I thought, like, I was watching some of the highlights of these things. The the precision passing thing I thought was actually like the number one. Like, how good are guys at this? Like, oh, Jalen Hurts, not so good at hitting these moving targets. Meanwhile, Baker Mayfield is just hitting them one after the other, and Geno Smith is hitting them. Um, and the other ones, like, like uh, they got the long snappers involved, I guess, which actually looked kind of cool. Like, they were playing a game. Mm-hmm. Um, the dodgeball element, I don't know if I needed that part, but... They had a closest to the pin challenge. They were catching punts. Did you see this? This was, I think they called it high stakes. Yeah, high stakes. Mm. Where they were catching punts, but then they had to hold on to the football, and it was how many punts in a row can you catch while not dropping a football? Like, you have to hold on to all of them at the same time, and at the end you've got a guy oh. holding like eight footballs while he's trying to catch a ninth wow. football. So... We're into wow. that. We're into who, that. How are they getting the? How, where are the punts coming from? Like a machine? It's like a. It's one of those. Yeah. What do you call those machines that like shoots the football? Yeah, jugs the machine. Air. The jugs machine. Yeah. So so what about? I remember. Wasn't there a time where they like dropped balls out of a helicopter to see if guys could catch the ball from really high up? That sounds familiar. They maybe even was that like that might have been recent, wasn't it? Um, I th- that might have been recent. That they were getting creative with it, and they were dropping footballs out of a helicopter. I'm looking now, but I don't see anything. I think I, I think it might have. Been. I'm not sure. Actually, to be honest with you, like, so if, as far as talent is concerned, right? That is, yep, part of it. Real. I mean, you're you're going with the entertainment value, but if you just take it from a pure 
pure talent standpoint of, wow, these people are really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. The long snapping thing, like when you can I, – I didn't, I didn't watch it. You could tell me what they did, but mm-hmm. I'm thinking right now about precision long snapping. That is super hard. Like it's got to be. you got to be really talented. Mm-hmm. There's been trick shot long snappers. We've seen those guys on you know, YouTube and things like that. And I think the Bills had one. No, the Bills had the trick shot quarterback. But there have been guys who do that. Yep. And you can set things up, and they have to hit, like, target practice. Like, think about how hard that is, snapping a ball between your legs back 10 to 15 yards and knocking, like, a cup off something, right? Like, that to me is – I'll watch that because they're just so good at what they do. Yeah. No, you're, so <laughs> to your point, like – Growing up playing Madden, Madden, I don't even think had the long snappers in the video game until recently. So when you were growing up, it was like you had a long snapper position, and usually it would just be whoever your center was. Like if I played with the Bills in like Madden 10, then like Eric Wood would have been the long snapper, and he would have been like an 85 at it. And then last night, I didn't watch, I only watched some of the highlights of this after the fact. So I did see like what the skills competition was for the long snappers, and they were basically. Yeah, they were hitting it into small holes that had different point values on a board that were however far away. There was like a golden ball, whatever. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, like Jason Kelsey tried it. Like he was one of the participants. And I don't think, like thinking back and watching it now again, there's like a minute on the clock. I don't think he hit anything until there was like five seconds left on the clock. Like he couldn't, he couldn't do it. So... I would speak to, right, like long snapping is not just, hey, you can't just like really show up and, and okay. do it. All right, so I actually, have you ever tried it? I've never, maybe once, like messing around at football practice. Okay, I, yeah. I'm, I'm looking now, I'm going back to see when this was. Five years ago, five years ago, it would have been uh, 2019, mm-hmm. we did this. Reed, Reed Ferguson, I have a video, I have a video of Reed, it's a five minute long video, Reed Ferguson tried to teach me how to long snap. Okay. I'm going to post this. I'm going to put this out on X. I'm going to put this out on Twitter and direct people to it. It's on my YouTube channel. It was. It went horribly wrong for me. It was kind of embarrassing, but also just shows you how hard it is. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can do this. Like, I've been around football. I'm an athlete. It is not easy. And, like, I'm like, holy cow, how can I not get this right? It was so frustrating. It, it kind of reminds me of, like, golf sometimes where it seems like it should be so easy to make a shot. And you're like, why can't I do this? Yeah. And I just couldn't do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there. You'll see it. And Reed is teaching me how. And we had, um, we had a camera crew come and actually shoot it inside. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
field house from different angles and me trying this. And, and like I said, it was, I'm not even embarrassed to put this out because it's so horribly wrong because I'm like, but like who else out there is going to do better anyway? Like, it's one thing if you did it, like everybody's like, Oh, I can't believe you can't do that. I don't know. Go home and try it. Go to your friend's house and try it. It's not easy at all. Yeah. No, I have a I have a friend who did was the long snapper on our team in high school, and he will repeatedly remind me that uh, that like <laughs> you can't. It's it's a real skill. Like we'll make fun of him yes. for it, but it's uh it's it's that it's a real skill. Um, and you know those guys those guys definitely prove it. So, anyways, one thing I was thinking of the Pro Bowl games this is a long way of getting into. Uh, again, watching some Bills fans kind of, you know, poke fun at Tua yesterday on social media. And, you know, like I kind of did the same thing when I watched more so the, the commercial he was in than what happened at the Pro Bowl games last night. But it made me think of the Dolphins in general. And just, I don't know, like all our attention is so focused on how the season ended. But is it right to say or is it right to feel that... While we might feel like we're further away from Kansas City than ever, because that was supposed to be the worst version of the Chiefs, and if you can't get by the worst version of the Chiefs, I mean, inevitably your feeling on that's going to be like, oh, are we? How are? What the? Are we just never going to do it? Like you're, you, you ask yourself that question: Are you just ever going to do it? Mm-hmm. I, I also thought about the Dolphins last night with Tua, and they got blocked, I guess, from another guy they wanted to be their defensive coordinator, Chris Shula. Um, Mm -hmm. Got promoted in L.A. They had interviewed Babich. They had interviewed, or they wanted to interview Babich at least. They wanted Shula uh, to be interviewed. I was listening to a Miami-based podcast yesterday where, like, those were the two guys that it sounded like they wanted to go after, um, more the inexperienced route. And now I believe he is Mike's son. Mike, I, I think he's Mike's son. Mike is the coach of the Bills. Yeah. One of the coaches. I know he's obviously he's Don's grandson. I was gonna say I know he's Don's grandson. Yeah, um, at the very least, I'll look to make sure. But yeah, um, so we'll see where they. Oh, end I'm up. sorry. He is Dave's son. My, my, Dave's I just want to make this right. Okay, he's Dave's son. Mike is his uncle. So there you go. So they are nowhere right now with defensive coordinator. We'll see where they end up. They could still end up in a good spot. I mean. Like Vrabel's out there. I don't think Vrabel's taking a D coordinator job, but we'll see. Um, and then there's Tua. And shouldn't Dolphins fans be feeling the same way about the Bills that the Bills feel about the Chiefs? Which is, that was supposed to be the worst version of them. And our quarterback stayed healthy for 17 games, and we still couldn't topple them. Like, I wonder if the Bills should be feeling. While you know maybe less confident than ever about their matchup of getting to the Super Bowl and get beating the Chiefs, if they should feel more confident than ever about the division because that felt like Miami's. Is it right to say that felt like Miami's best punch over the course of a whole season? And the Bills were six and six at one point, and they still ended up winning the AFC East. Yeah, I think so. I think if you're the Miami Dolphins, you're a fan of the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, you're in the same space that you just said maybe about the Bills and the Chiefs, which is, if I wasn't going to do it this year, when was I going to do it? And it's not necessarily because of the Bills. It's because of your own team. Because I don't know how much better they think they can get, right? Like, they have to go through changes now. We talked about this with their window going back weeks and weeks, which is, like, they've kind of loaded up here. They went out. They got Jalen Ramsey, Tyreek Hill, obviously. They have some big contracts on the books. Uh, Bradley Chubb, his contract, they reworked, they restructured. Yeah. 
And now, Joe, you think about the injuries they have on defense with Jalen Phillips, with Bradley Chubb, when he's going to come back. Um, yeah, to uh, throw into Tyreek Hill. Like, how much longer can all this last? I think what Waddle's going into his last year. I think of his contract. But yep. either way, there's a lot. Yep. Of, there's a lot of decisions coming down the road. Their offensive line mm-hmm. is it going to be easily just completely put together? Like, there's always there's been injuries there. I mean, yeah. Uh, what's the uh, the center? He's been hurt because Eichenberg took over, and his name escapes me now. But you get the point. Yeah. Of they have they have a certain window. So, yes, I think while it isn't necessarily the same thing because you're thinking, oh, my God, this is the worst version of the Chiefs we've seen, I don't necessarily think the Dolphins are thinking this is the worst version of the Bills. Maybe. I doubt it. But it might be about, wow, this was our chance, and we were really good, and we had this great offense, yeah, and we couldn't do it. And we had the Bills on the ropes, and they were 6-6, six and six, and yeah. we couldn't punch them out and put them away. Yeah, that's maybe more how I would arrive at, right, like worst version of the Bills might be strong because they ended up – you know, they ended up going to run at the end. They showed that they were close enough to the team they've been that they were able to overcome what I think was a three-game lead at one point from Miami. But, right, like, you had them at 6-6 six and six and you still couldn't do it. And you mentioned their cap. That's another thing I was looking at yesterday where, like, okay, what teams are around the Bills? Like, in terms of, like, okay, there's the Chargers, and that makes sense because they have a bunch of monster contracts that aren't that great. And there's the Ravens and the Saints we know about having a bad... Oh, oh, the second... Less cap space than the Bills. Or what I should really say is more cap space to get rid of, more cap hits to get rid of to get to the cap, uh, like just to get underneath the cap. There's the Dolphins, 31st in the league going into the offseason. And we talk about how... It's going to be tough for the Bills to re-sign Gabe Davis. It's going to be tough for the Bills to re-sign Leonard Floyd. I mean, they've got stuff to do just to even get under the cap, and then you've got to figure out a way to sign guys like that. And there's the Dolphins with Christian Wilkins that needing a contract. And you mentioned Waddle needing a contract. Maybe that one's easier because Waddle's cap hit would get lowered for this year. Uh, there's the decision on Tua. You could do that, but I don't know that you just want to pay Tua. On a, on a big contract and say, well, that's how we're going to get his cap hit lower for this year because now we're committing to Tua for long term. Jerome Baker, who we all saw how much they missed him in the playoffs when he got hurt against the Bills, that linebacker. Uh, Van Ginkle, who really filled in for them nicely on the end. Like they've got Salaton, they've got a starting safety. Um, it's just, it, it's funny that they, you look back on their last two years, they really went all in. Like that yeah, was right. that was their mate. I don't want to say their best shot, but it might end up being their best shot because the Chubb deal, the Hill deal, the all of it was kind of designed to get the Bills right away. And all the problems that the Bills have cap wise with Allen's contract going up, the Dolphins are already at the same position that the Bills are for that, and they haven't even paid their quarterback. No, that's right, and that's why there's another. There's a big decision coming at him with Josh. It was a no-brainer. Like we're going to pay him. Question is how we're going to navigate going forward after we pay him. I think they'll pay Tua. They might not even give him, which could be a benefit for them. They're not going to give him like a Josh Allen contract, but they'll pay him. But that's still going to be, you know, a much bigger mm-hmm. cap hit. Now, now, as I sit here now thinking about all this, Joe, like I would, I think right now, then after you lay it out and you're right. I think the Jets, because I'm thinking Rodgers is going to come back healthy. Yep. I think the Jets are ahead of the Dolphins now going into next year because that defense was really good. And I know that towards the end of the year, they didn't have 
couple good games. Even the Dolphins, you know, they played them really well. The Bills did, obviously, scored some points on them. Other teams did. But you think about the, the Jets, the way they're constructed, and the year they had without Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Would they win seven games, I think, yeah. without Rodgers? You put Rodgers there. If he's healthy, I'm thinking they may be better than the Dolphins next year. And that was a big debate going into this year. You know, which team? Yeah. Could, out, of, out of the three, could either them, any of them beat the Bills and are the, have the Bills slip below them? And some people thought they did. I don't think the Bills are slipping below either of them. But right now, the way I look at it, with a healthy Rodgers, I think I'd put the Jets over the Dolphins heading into 2024. I, I, um, if I pinned one against the other, I might agree with that. I have a lot of respect for McDaniel, but I, I said this yesterday too. I don't know. I'd like For this year, I might agree. It's Jets for me because of the defense, and there is the if of what Rodgers will look like. It's a big if. It's an Achilles injury. It's really now, I mean, it's going to be coming up on three years since Rodgers. Like, if we just keep saying, like, well, if they get MVP-level Aaron Rodgers, then they're going to be, you know, a a force. But we're going to be going on three years since he looked like that. Um, he was not great with the Packers in 2022. He didn't play at all last year. He's coming up on 41. He'll turn 41 during the season. So don't get me wrong. There's questions about the Jets also. But for me, on the Dolphins, I think I'm just kind of waiting them out until what I think will happen eventually is if if he's if he's allowed to, you know, that owner's got to be patient enough to do it, and he's, you know, been a little trigger happy in the past, is... McDaniel's Mike McDaniel is going to want to make I think at some point his golf for Stafford trade. He's gonna hit a ceiling. He can scheme guys open. Yeah, he point. can use Tyree Kill and Waddle the way he does with motion. He can get guys open for Tua. Tua makes the quick read most often, and it works. But what you saw last year is when you go play the great teams, when you go play the good athletic defenses, look at what Baltimore did to them in Baltimore. Or maybe that game was in Miami, I don't even remember. But either way, look what some of the great teams did to that defense. And I wonder if McDaniel now looks at his quarterback after two years and maybe after a third year and says to his GM, to his owner, this is as far as I can take this guy. It's good. Like, we can be a playoff team. But if you want to win the Super Bowl, I need a quarterback that's going to allow us to do an extra layer of things against the top defenses. And I don't know how – I'm don't. i not confident the Dolphins will be able to overcome that as long as two is their quarterback. So maybe being harsh on them, so, but – So what kind of quarterback do they need for that? Because I'm thinking, okay, if you think about the mold you just talked about, it's the, it's the Shanahan-McVay type of offense, right? Yes. Well, who has succeeded in those – Offenses. I mean, yeah, Brock Purdy's a little mobile, but he's not like a runner. Right. It is. I mean, it kind of is also what Tua is, which is the more accurate guy. But I know this sounds crazy. Would Kirk Cousins thrive in this offense more than Tua? I, am I think he might to say yes. I'm tempted to say yes. He might. Yeah. I really am. I also we'll get into. We got to take a break, but I'll, I want to get into the Niners a little bit too because we spent so much. And by time the way, that's not a shot at Tua for me. I think Tua's pretty good. Yeah. I do. I you know what I mean? Too. Like I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying, oh, you get anybody, go get Kirk Cousins. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, there's a certain type of quarterback that fits into that offense that makes it hum more, a little more, right? Yes. Makes it go, and that might be it. So, I, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, you, you were saying something there, but I, just, I, I'm not trying to bash Tua when I say that. But if you're looking for the McVeigh, 
Shanahan type of quarterback, mm-hmm. that like a Cousins, like that guy. You're talking about Purdy. You're talking about Garoppolo going to a Super Bowl. Right. You're talking about you know, you know Stafford on his last legs, but doing what he's doing. Well, let's get let's get into that because we spend and we we have a week still to do it because it's the Pro Bowl stuff this weekend and it's Super Bowl next weekend. But we spent so much time on like the Chiefs element of being in the Super Bowl. I do want to touch on like what it would mean for the Niners and Purdy to win the Super Bowl because Purdy will get put in this same category as Tua. Um and I, I do want to get to like why to me it is different or even if it works for the Niners why you know you've kind of got to have everything to go perfectly. I want to get to that. Belichick gets blocked. Dan Quinn is the head coach of the Commanders, so no Belichick as a head coach in 24. I want to talk about that as well. It's also Senior Bowl week. My brother, Lou DiBiase, is going to join us at 8. He is down there at the Senior Bowl. I'm also, we reached out to Mike Giannitti from Track. We'll see if we can make that work for later in today's show. So get into some of the Bills cap stuff maybe later on too. But Lou's going to join us at 8 uh, from the Senior Bowl on uh, some of the prospects, and especially the uh, the wide receivers, of course, that are uh, that are doing well down there. Time out here, 8030550 is the phone number. Get your phone calls when we return. It is Jeremy and Joe. Jeremy's off today. Sal is in, and this is WGR. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.